Hi, I'm Susan Sargent. Welcome to the Body Soul Today podcast, where I share practical, relevant, biblical answers to the problems you face in your life. You're not alone. We walk this journey together. Today, we'll be talking about how to find time to have daily devotions. Now, this might be using a small devotional or a read-through-the-Bible plan or another formal or semi-formal practice. Devotions can and often do include a prayer time. But many of us feel like we don't have time to do a devotional or even to read my Bible for a short time. The busyness of life, work, family, school, and so forth has a way of squeezing out any time that we might have with God. This is a common problem in our day and age for sure, where as we read in the headlines and articles and all kinds of places that we are a culture who that is driven to distraction. But if we go to Psalm 1, we see that what is described there is a, a blessed man or woman as one who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night. Well, the law of the Lord is your, your Bible, but what in the world does it mean to meditate on on it day and night. It sounds like we wouldn't do anything else but sit and, I don't know, think about the Word or read the Word. And that's just not practical, and that's not really exactly what that means. Um, so a daily devotional is one way that we can learn, though, and begin the practice of meditating on the Word, as the Scripture says. What that means is to keep the truths of the Bible before you, to keep those principles, those precepts, those commandments, those exhortations, those encouragements of Scripture in your thoughts as you go through the day, as things come up in your day, as problems arise, as blessings arise, that your mind begins to be pulled toward the connection between those things and the truths of Scripture. Jesus himself talked about the importance of abiding. In John 15, that's the most well-known passage about abiding in Jesus. Abide in me. So abide is not a word that you and I use uh, very often in our day-to-day life, or I, I can tell you at least I don't. But uh, abide is devo- defined by Merriam-Webster as to remain stable or in a fixed place. So in the phrase abide in me, Jesus is asking his followers to stay constant in their relationship with him. John 8 and verse 31 says, So Jesus was saying, to those Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. So again, there's a different kind of call to continue to abide, to be in the word. And to be in the word is one of the ways that we are with God, that we are with Jesus. So it is important for us to figure out how can we do that? And what does that mean? Uh, uh, we aren't seminary students here, at least probably most of us aren't. We don't have huge t- chunks of time to be in the Word, to read the Word. 
And there are other ways to do this for sure. But today I want to talk about that daily devotional and and give you seven tips on how you might prioritize your time with God. So let's do that. Here we go. Number one, give God your best time. Now, in my early years of following Jesus, I was taught over and over and over again that I I should have a daily devotional to start my day, to do it first thing in the morning. And while I do think that's a good practice, and it is a practice that I follow today, it's not a practice that worked for me in many, many years of my life. So what I would encourage you to do is give God your best time. Find that time for you that's best to spend with Him, and then use that time. Many times, uh, that advice on the best time is that it has to be in the morning. But that's just not necessarily true, and it might not be true for you. So maybe your best time is during a break, uh, at work or at school, or maybe it's during nap time. Maybe it's after dinner or even before you go to bed. Or maybe it is in the morning, first thing when you wake up or during the breakfast hour. But whenever it is, try to schedule your devotional time during your best time. Give God your best time. Now, number two, give the time you've got. Don't get hung up on how much time you do or don't have. If if you don't have a chunk of 20 or, or 30 minutes, that's okay. You have five minutes? Great. You have 10 minutes? Go for it. You have 20 minutes? Use it. There is no specified time that you must spend in a daily devotional. It's much more important that you be in the Word daily than that you have a specific amount of minutes that you spend reading that devotional, meditating on that devotional, reading the Word, or however it is that you transact that devotional time. So don't get hung up on how much time. If if you can start with five minutes, then I say great. Now, I would encourage you to spend as much time as you can, but it's definitely better to take a few regular minutes than to simply not have any regular practice. So number two, give the time you've got. And then number three is guard the time that you've chosen. So once you've settled on your best time and decided on how much time you have, take steps to guard that time. Put it in your calendar. Organize other events and to-dos on your list around it. Make it a sacred time, a priority time. This is your time with the Lord, your time with God. It's important. You know, the word devotional means a short worship service. So you'll want to treat that time you've reserved, no matter how long or short it is, as valuable, as important, as a priority, because it is. It's an appointment with God. So guard that time you've chosen as a devotional time, as a worship time as time set apart 
to be with your Father who are in heaven. And then number four, gather what you need. You know, make sure you know ahead of time what it is you'll be reading, whether it's a devotional book or whether it's the Bible or whether it's a combination of both or whether it's something you've printed out from the internet. Uh, Make sure you have your journal handy and a pen or pencil if you're the journaling type. Collect all of those things together. If you will be um, playing music during that time, then know what music you'll be playing or where you'll find it. Or you might even get it queued up and ready. If prayer will be part of your devotional time, then know who you might be praying for. Have some names written down or some needs written down for for yourself, your family, and others. Or have a notebook there with a pencil if you're keeping track of who you play for pray for and when, uh, what date that you do that. Otherwise, there's a huge temptation to spend the time of your devotional getting your stuff together instead of actually entering in to His presence. Now, anything else we have to do, any other appointment that we have to go to or activity we have to attend, we do that. We get our stuff ready ahead of time. So treat this time with the Lord uh, the same or better than that by gathering what you need ahead of time. This will give your chance of success of actually using your devotional time in His presence a much better, off to a much better start. Now, number five, get yourself Ready. So in addition to gathering the things that you will need or the things that you would like to have as part of your devotional time, get yourself ready. And, and by this I mean have your coffee made or if you're like me, have your tea made, put your slippers on, have your favorite blanket close by if you're one that curls up on the couch or in your favorite comfy, comfy chair, um, have your candle lit, maybe even the fireplace ablaze. So whatever you can do to make your space readied for the time, go ahead and do that. And you can kind of get those things together as you as you go about the, the minutes or even the hours before your time. If you meet with the Lord first thing in the morning, then, you know, get those things just, you know, kind of in place the night before. So it doesn't have to be fancy, but a few creature comforts, comforts can enhance those moments and help to still your spirit and get your spirit in readiness, in preparation to enter into the presence of the Lord in a real and meaningful way. Now, um, number six, okay, hold on, stay with me, hang, hang with me here. Number six, go put your device somewhere else. I know, I know. We are a nation driven to distraction by screens. But be wise and put your phone, your iPad or whatever it is in another room. Plug it in, charge it. Make sure it's at least out of arm's reach and turn it to airplane mode. You don't want it buzzing at you, ringing at you. You don't want any notification banners shooting across. You want to be without 
distraction during this time. I mean, my goodness, if you were face-to-face with Jesus on earth, would you be checking your phone? I don't think so, or I certainly hope not. Now, I know some of you are going to say, yeah, but I use my phone to read my Bible, or I use my iPad, I've got my devotional on there. So I am not against technology. I use technology. I have, my husband is an engineer, as I've said in other other uh, episodes, and I have technology where other women get flowers and jewelry. I get electronics. I think electronics are his love language, so I've basically got it all. I get it. Technology can be very useful. But my strong, strong, strong encouragement to you is to avoid using an electronic device during these particular minutes that you spend with the Lord. I'm not against having verses on your on your phone. I'm not against reading the Bible on your phone. I look up all kinds of things on my laptop. I'm not against any of that. If you must use a device uh, to keep your devotional on because I don't know why you just don't like, like books, Use a Kindle. Use, uh, use something that will not provide those distractions. You know what? You guys all know what I'm talking about. So don't be tethered to your, dev- don't let being tethered is what I meant to say. Don't let being tethered to your device interfere with your devotional time in any way. You know, the world can live without you for a few minutes. And the truth is, you can live without the world during this time that you have set aside to spend with God. So, go put your device somewhere else. Now, if you're going to tell me that you use your phone or as a watch or a timer or whatever, then I'm here to tell you there's another way to keep track of your time. And so... I promise you, you can figure it out, and I'm encouraging you to do that. You know, the first iPhone came out in 2007. That was only 13 years ago. So, yes, it is possible to do life without a smartphone. So, let me review a little bit what we've talked about. Here we go. Here's the first six of those seven tips on uh, setting up a daily devotional and prioritizing your time with God. Number one, give God your best time. Number two, give the time you've got. Number three, guard the time you've chosen. Number four, gather what you need ahead of time. Number five, get yourself ready. Number six, go put your device somewhere else. And number seven, grow into this practice over time. If it feels a bit awkward at first, you know what? No worries. Give yourself time to grow in this spiritual discipline. This kind of thing doesn't happen over overnight. If you've tried to have devotionals or devotional times in the past and they haven't worked out very well, that doesn't mean anything. The past is behind. You can't change it. And today is a new day. So just give yourself time to learn the process, to figure out how it uniquely 
uh, affects you, what it means to you personally to have a time with the Lord. And if you miss a day due to whatever, you know, simply pick up where you left off the next day. So, when we have a use a devotional book and it's got the days of the calendar in there, you know, those aren't scripture. So if you can't follow those exact days, it's okay. If you're doing a read through the Bible type of plan and you miss a calendar day, just start on the day it is today. Doing a read through the Bible and you miss a day or two, it's okay to pick up where you left off. You know, you don't, you don't have to catch up with the calendar. That can create stress and a sense of failure or that you're not doing it right. And none of those things are tr- true. They put those things in there just as tools to help you. But if they're not helping you, then just ignore them. Uh, it, it might drive some of you crazy if you're reading day 15 and it's only day, uh, if you're reading day 15 and it's really the 20th, but that's a thing with you. So don't let those kinds of things interfere with this important practice of learning how to abide with Jesus and to abide in the Word. Remember, remember, and remember, the important thing is that you are spending the time in the presence of God. So calming your spirit so that His Spirit might speak to you through His Word or even through the words of another. So if the tool that you're using has components to it that's not helpful to you, then don't use those components. So if you've been saying that you want to do daily devotionals but never or rarely have time, now you have seven tips for your daily devotional and for prioritizing your time with God. You can have quality time in the Word even if you don't have a lot of time. Daily time with God is a surefire way to help you keep your mind set on the right things so that you can truly abide with Him. I hope you'll let me know how it's going with you. I'd love to hear about it. So thank you for taking the time to listen to the Body Soul Today podcast. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Body Soul Today. I hope I will meet you here next week for practical counsel from the Word of God to help you navigate life's ups and downs. Remember, lift your eyes heavenward to walk those waves. Thanks for listening in. This is Susan saying bye for now.